Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the second season of the Plebs on Footy podcast. I am your host, Rory O'Kane. As always, I'm joined by Scott Fotheringham. G'day, Banjo. You're a bit too excited this week for a team that's won one game against a very average I just, side. I just see the road to a premiership success <laughs> in like six months' time. I, I think my, I'm keeping my emotions in check when you put it in perspective like that. You're wearing a Guernsey I've never seen you wear before. You've changed your outfit for the pod. Well, like I'm, up and about. I've got winners' outfits and I've got losers' outfits. For the first time this year, I, I'm excited. I get to bring on the winners' outfit. Yeah, I'm a winner, but I'm probably not too excited. It was probably the worst game of footy I've ever seen, so, you know. <laughs> I can't believe I'm listening to a Melbourne supporter like, be used to winning and brushing it oh, off as no, not a big deal. I'm happy about like, it. Like, surely you're it's through the moon. comfortable somehow. <laughs> I'm at 38 points. We actually, like, killed him in the end. But, yeah, I know, not a good game of footy. Not a good game of footy. Yeah, multiple people have called it, like, the worst half of football they've ever yeah, seen. first half was horrific. Like, Which, like, they definitely didn't watch They Killed the Brisbane four weeks ago, so... That's why. They you that. didn't watch this. <laughs> I half really watched bad. it. I paid like fleeting attention to it, and I was like, "eh." I also didn't care enough to be involved. So <laughs> you always care when Melbourne are involved. You don't want me to be too happy, especially but, after you get a win. But I also hate Essendon, so like, yeah, it's fair. the it's. A, I don't. I don't have. <laughs> the only good things about Essendon. I'm, I'm not as in love with Aras as you are. But that's that name. I, I get that, and he's an exciting player, but he's just like he's not Tipper. No, he's not Tipper, but and he's like, still a legend. And you're putting them on the same pedestal, and I just can't. No, I'm can't just the pedestal that. I'm putting them on is Essen players I don't hate. <laughs> oh, so like the Majak level? Yeah, Majak <laughs> and Kane Turner from North. Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. I understand where you're coming from <laughs> yeah, now. I'm yeah. glad we've cleared that up. Let's also introduce the. Uh, I don't even know what to call you anymore. You've got so many titles. It's our producer and many other things, James Vikam. <laughs> G'day, boys. Good to be here. I uh, just uh, speaking of terrible games of footy. Um, Sunday was not great for me, and I would just like to tell our one loyalist, our Pooch, that uh, I'm not wearing my Richmond scarf today, but don't worry, Pooch, we'll be back. You're a disgrace. We'll be Mate, back. I come in with my Melbourne gear on every week, win or loss, I've gone to every game for Weather about five fans. years. I, I'm trying to encourage my team to play better. For the first five weeks, I came in in my North gear, <laughs> lost, no win, just loss. You think they, they care one about whether, you? whether you're wearing your Richmond scarf, I you like think that's going to bother them? I like to think so. <laughs> nah, you're a disgrace, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute disgrace. Typical Richmond supporter. Uh, we're oh, also joined in the food, one of the. It's a special occasion. We get our second producer here as well, as Liam Halverson. <laughs> Both of which do no production. No. <laughs> uh, the secret of the pod is I do all the work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's get to the football. Let's get to your uh, segment. Yeah, you're slightly irrelevant now that I've got a segment. Segment. It's just not as important. <laughs> it's our longest running segment. That's for sure. No, it's not. Poochie's mailbag's our longest Yeah, but okay. Don't, just because you've been replaced as the prize segment of the pod, don't start like, giving yourself a good segment. Right? Gold like, jacket, green jacket, deriving from the line in Happy oh Gilmore. God. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit. It's when we give our 3-2-1 votes for the most meaningless game of the round. That was longer than last week that time. No, you it had wasn't. It I cut it down. It's good. <laughs> One vote I'm going to give to the North Gold Coast. No, you're not. It's the Derby. Derby, Derby, yeah, It's a Derby. One. You can't give it to the It was 41. Points between Dude. a team we've ruled out as a premiership contender and a team we're like just uh, mediocre. And North and Gold Coast are premiership contenders, are they? Gaz and North Melbourne have just stamped themselves as premiership favourites. It's a massive deal. <laughs> Gaz is the only thing I'm giving you based on this game. <laughs> you got to take. Ben it. Brown kicks six. 
That's huge. <laughs> so what? You've got to take into account the occasion. The derby, there's the no way. The best run-up for goal in the game played. Ben Brown. <sighs> You're a flop. You're a dead set it's, flop. It's West Coast Freo. I'm vetoing. And... Like, even if you keep saying this, I'm just going to edit it out. So, you may as well listen to me. In dead seriousness, are you that happy about this guy? Oh, no. But, like, <laughs> we, we played at least four better games of football this year. We played better against yeah. West Coast than we lost <laughs> that game by 40 yeah, points. You would have played better every week. You barely <laughs> snuck across the line against Gold Coast. Yeah. I miss Ben Jacobs. Gaz wouldn't have got 40 touches if Ben Jacobs Yeah, well, the, the tagger could be coming back into, uh, into vogue a little bit, having tagged Selwood out of the game. Yeah, no, uh, no Selwood, no Dangerfield, no Geelong. Who would have thought that? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a pretty obvious thing. And, well, I suppose we'll get to that. But, yeah. Uh, Let's focus on the Derby or Derby. I'm still not sure which We're one. not focusing on that. Yeah, you, they are. didn't get any votes. Red, that's one vote. Later. One vote we're so giving West North Coast. So West Coast are track bullies. <laughs> it's my segment, North Gold Coast, all right? Okay, so... The only thing I care about in this game is Gaz, and I really care about it. Back to his best. Yeah, it was good to see. Like, 16 clearances in a half of football. That's nuts. It actually I, I went like... crazy when Dusty got 15 in three quarters. But, poor. Exciting. It actually looked like Gaz in his first couple of years ago. Mm. Like, he was their only player. Yeah, he was taking the piss. Well, what, his stats were ridiculous. But I, we do have to point out, he was the difference between the two teams. He was the direct cost for two goals. Oh, yeah. And if he, he actually had, did if... have a couple of mistakes <laughs> late, didn't he? He got uh, chased down by Miley Williams. In, well, it was a good chase. Yeah, that and then funny. he just cracked the shits and threw Jed Anderson to the ground <laughs> completely unnecessarily. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't too happy when he got run down either. No, the best... blaming his teammates for the... not telling him. No, Jared Witts did miss like the easiest yeah, shepherd you're did. ever going to lay. He just shepherded behind him. It was incredible. It happens far too often. But like the most exciting part about Gaz giving up those two goals was watching Kane turn a run from 100 metres away to give him lip about it. <laughs> yeah, and Anderson was getting stuck into him as well. It's Gaz, back off. Nah, Jed Anderson, future Bradley medalist. You're a bunch Book of flops. Zebo was a bit of a dog again, got away with it. Got away with it. He'd like put his ass between the ball so he could bend over and pick it yeah, up. How he whack someone in the head? He's a dog. Playing the he man got headbutted. Toby Green gets fined for that. Zeeble gets looked at when someone headbutts him. <laughs> Toby Green's also a dog. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. Both but dogs. Toby Green's so good to watch. But anyway, Taylor Garner though, Ugh. looking the good. He can't kick. No, he missed two kicks in the first quarter, and that clouded your judgment. He's the player who can't kick, can't handball, and still plays a good game. Doesn't it? It just makes no he sense. He did. He did more than that this week. He's got the best hands in our team. Like in terms I thought you were going to say I've ever seen for a second. That would have been a big <laughs> I kind of, I half committed to it. Went, well, I ran yourself out. <laughs> he did take a big speck last week. Yeah, but it's so. more like on the lead and just, he, you see a lot of players, like they get hit up in an overhead mark and they just drop it. He takes it every time. He looks all right. You've got, you've got a couple of promising-ish sort of players coming oh, God, it's good to see you. Not, not, see. not a lot. There's, there's all a of them. Jai Simkin. Simkin looks all right. DeMont. Bruce. Yeah, Bruce is good. Bruce is a kid. I'll give you Bruce. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Yeah, you see, what he was quite quite meaningless. Oh, you got to admit that. Did you anyway. see the my premiership odds markets shift after I laid out my house on it? <laughs> <laughs> Two votes were given to St Kilda Hawthorne, which is an interesting one because I did think for a second there... Every week Hawthorne get flogged, I do think it's kind of interesting still. And after last week, there was a little bit of a thought I, of have they turned it around. But I think this is somewhat interesting for the fact that 
The answer's no, it seems. Yeah, this is interesting for people that aren't me who just went, no, they're the worst. You were determined I was going to give two votes to this guy. Oh, absolutely. I had to convince you of it. Like, we can still celebrate their demise without pretending it's important anymore. They're the most irrelevant club going forward for the next five years. <laughs> In round 22 of this year, if they're still terrible, are you still going to be getting excited about I think I've got away. at least a four-year grace period of this feeling. Like, yeah, well, they've been that good, good for that long. Like. They've been good for twice as long. Yeah. <laughs> like they won a premiership nine years ago or something. It's the first one. I am not. I'm going to enjoy this until it. Like I would happily see them fold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got your vlog. They almost merged with Melbourne not long ago. I'm um, in Tassie too. Like they haven't lost a game there. But, like to be matches. fair. Good work, fact checker. 19, 19 matches. Ooh, bang. That, that's enormous. Like, that's crazy. That's the first time he's done that joke yeah, like, before. I, I, I literally just read it and then you paused. I'm like, I'm on. <laughs> but um, St Kilda should have won the last time they played there. Like, that was a travesty. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. So, like, and Hawthorne are a lot worse. I just couldn't see how he could predict anything else. St Kilda playing well in Tassie, apparently. Specialist. It's almost like they used to have home games there. Yeah, okay. They did used to have home games. <laughs> that was why I said that. Yeah, okay. Fair remember enough. that uh, remember controversial Siren Gate game where the Siren oh, I do blew? Remember yeah, that. that was yeah. St. Kilda. That was interesting. Freo in Tassie. How long ago was that? How long ago was that that they had home games there? Before you cared about football. Yeah, so it was like before this year. <laughs> <laughs> Six months ago. <laughs> no, it was like 05 or something. It was a while ago. Good on the same as that. Yeah, well done. Let's move on. Uh, three votes is a pretty pretty obvious one. This one. This is the only real obvious one we've given this week. We're given three votes to Port Adelaide and Brisbane. What, what's your what's your number fun? two is so obvious. No, you you you. you not, I think that's somewhat interesting. Anyway, three votes were given to Port Brisbane. So to those teams, we say. I have a bone to pick. So you're saying you are this, challenging the integrity of this segment. This is the most controversial think... segment. <laughs> if you don't think St Kilda Hawthorne was nearly as irrelevant as that Port game, you are kidding yourself. After last week, Brisbane are better than Hawthorne, and Port are like only a little bit better than. Wait, no, I'm like, what, what, what are you saying? I was just saying, like the comparison of irrelevancy is it's not far off. Oh. After last week, I thought there was a small thought that Hawthorne could come back to being okay. And I think it's interesting, the fact that it looks like they, they're not. So that's why that's interesting. Um, but the three-vote game is not in the slightest. I don't know how to deal with you right now, Scott. I've never felt so controversial on this segment. It's not <laughs> so boring. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Port Adelaide, I mean, just continuing on their way. Yeah, they're a good side. I'd almost have them... Like, I'm, them and the Bulldogs I'm tossing up at the moment as their best. Yeah, yeah okay. The, the, the thing with Port Adelaide... I was pretty wrong on them. <laughs> yeah, where's your at? Bottom four. The thing with Port Adelaide, they're, flo- they're flogging the bad teams more than any team at the moment. Yeah. They are absolutely They're even doing the it more teams. than Adelaide. They were still an inch below the best teams. And yeah. they put in decent performances, so you've got to be positive It was them, an inch, though. It was like three goals and a yeah. dominant last quarter from GWS was the difference in... Yeah. Like they've played, played the two best teams. Yeah, they, they played well in those games, but it's that still makes it seem like no matter how much they smash these mm. bad teams, they do seem just slightly off sort of premiership pace. Yeah, and they might build to it. Like They've still got Robbie Gray to switch into the midfield when the time comes. But it should happen. Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, that was a waste of a question, Pooch. Bad luck. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, they're good to watch at the moment. 
They, they've been, yeah, they've always been good to watch, really. I mean, they've been inconsistent. To be fair, even when they were bad like, the last two years, they concede high scores, so they're still pretty yeah, good they, to they've watch. always been a watchable team. They play an exciting brand of foot. I don't know what's happened to their inconsistency. It's crazy. Just You get a bit of confidence, and then... Mm. I should pay attention to them and see if I can figure out if there's a tactical change or something. Bring some real bombshells to the pod, but yeah, probably haven't watched enough Port Adelaide. Let's no. be honest. Yeah, <laughs> we're 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 aware of our. I'm, I'm impressed with their results, though. <laughs> Let's just say that <laughs> they look good. Well, to be fair, they keep playing on occasions where I'm out drinking. So whose fault is that? Exactly the AFL. Blame yeah, the schedule. The schedule is a farce. They've ruined the, the plebs on footy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's I think that's the end of that. A highly controversial edition of the best segment on the pod. We didn't do the top five. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, let's get to the real football. Uh, GWS defeated the Dogs by two points. Ooh, kind of fine, GWS. They're they, not in top form. No, they're not. They really did scrape over the line. I mean, the Doggies had a lot more scoring shots. I think they're more inside 50s. Um, bad kicking's bad football, Scott. Well, it is, but it's definitely good. <laughs> that's not what I say when North Melbourne lose <laughs> for that reason. Yes, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, we should have won by five goals. I mean, look, maybe the Bulldogs are just one of those teams who can just find something when their backs are against the wall. Like They've been scraping these wins and not playing particularly good footy against poor sides. In finals, they just pulled something out, which we've never seen before. Yeah. And now against the best team in the comp... They, they seem to have done it again. I think it's more we've we've probably we've probably crowned GWS too early. Like they'll get there, and they're still going to win the flag. I mean, at the moment, realistically, Adelaide are playing better footy than GWS. Adelaide's a better side than GWS. Like, I, I refuse to give up on GWS. If, if a grand final play. was played today, I think I'd take Adelaide. <sighs> Gee, it'd be a good grand final. But then you don't you don't win the premiership in April. No, like, that's the point. And the GWS have the most, like, the injuries GWS have are the most crucial in the league. Sorry, Scott. But <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> we don't have any Ruckman. <laughs> not one. Capetto and Mitch King or whatever his name is. And Spencer's not a real Ruckman anyway. Spencer's a pretty solid backup. He actually is. He's no Proust. Shut up. <laughs> he, but, no, we'll talk about that later. I'm going to pretend that was a question. Um, who's got the worst injuries? Go ahead. I've got a point on GWS that I reckon maybe it's like very important that they show they can win these close games because they're going to blow a lot of teams out this year. So maybe like the fact that they can win these close games. Might so be you reckon they're foxing? Win. Not foxing, <laughs> but but like it's Leon they're, they're, Cameron's they're just, master plan. They're trying to get much practice in close <laughs> games as possible. But like it got to a point in that fourth quarter where they could have lost that game, and they had certain people that stood up at that point and won them that game, which I think is very important for them going forward. That's actually. Very positive way to read it for GWS, especially given they were in that exact same situation. Yeah, yeah, last exactly. Year. Yeah, that, that, and when that, it counted, they couldn't pull it out. Yeah, well, that was always my concern last year. Was when it comes to the heat of the moment on the big stage, will they have the experience? Which I, I think it's now having had a year in the bank, you'd be thinking they would have. They're like more. the third or fourth oldest list in the comp. Yeah, but. <laughs> Stats say a lot of things. Like it, they have quite a few experienced players, but they have a lot of very inexperienced players who barely played finals. Yeah, they've barely played finals. They, they played a not, little bit now, but as of last year, they had too many. But players they're not young are. anymore. Cameron, they're on the young like twenty four. Like, they've got eight premierships to come. They've got at least eight years in. Them. Yeah, that's because you play from twenty four to thirty two. 
So that's eight. They're still a young side, and they haven't had a lot of experience on the big stage. No. But they've had some now, and with their talent, that's probably still enough. I know there's a broken record as well, but I was pretty impressed by Toby Green, even though he got suspended and whacked a dude in the face. <laughs> like, after he whacked the dude in the face, I thought he was going to cry. He, he, look, he looked just, like, so bleak. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's rattled. To be fair, then... he did punch the ball first. He just... He <laughs> You're not malice. saying to be fair. He had malice. There's no... I'm he's just saying, trying. he's a clever man who went for a two-for-one. <laughs> and the guy was wearing a helmet. <laughs> He's, but definitely, but just, but he's but definitely a dog. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But, but he's my, a real Bernie. My point was Shut that, that he, he stood up after that, after I thought he might have been rattled, and kicked two important goals. Two important goals? Or he, like, he influenced the play significantly hmm. and um, looked very good after that. He's the best small forward in the competition. I think you can make a case for that. He's kicked the same amount of goals. We have made a case year. for that. <laughs> <laughs> he has kicked the second most amount of goals this year, and he's the same amount as bets. So he's hitting the scoreboard, and I think he does more up the ground. I like him a lot, even if he's an ass. He is a good footballer. Shit well, like that, that's for sure. We, that's not debatable, Scott. He, he shouldn't be in this, your top this, five. This, see coming up. this pod is about controversy, Scott. And you're just bringing us down by things everybody knows. Toby Green's a dick. Why say that, Scott? Yeah, but you like dicks, but... Yeah, you're going to love Toby Green. Uh, let's go <laughs> on. Carlton, Sydney. Ah, oh, the mighty have fallen. Sydney are officially shit. Mate, I'm, yeah, I'm bloody loving this. Uh, last week, we made the comment that they are one loss to a bad team away from saying they're officially bad. Mm. So we have absolutely no option this week to say Sydney are a bad team. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty I'm, happy to yeah. roll with that. Um, they, they, they haven't had the toughest draw in the world. If they were any good, they'd have won some. It, it's funny in hindsight. But you, you're looking at their list now and you're thinking, they have five or six absolute guns. There's no middle tier. There's nothing at all. Um, at, at the moment, in many ways, it, when it gets to the crucial stage in games, they're relying on guys like there's a Haywood and all of them. They're, they're the ones who are lifting. Rose. It's not, it's not Parker and Hanabry. No. Kennedy's been all right. Yeah, Parker and Hanabry have been well, really, well really down. Um, they played a younger side than Carlton did on the weekend. Yeah. That, that's, that's that the says funny, where they're at. That's the funny that you think at the start of the year, maybe we should have sat down and thought, eh, but even last year they were pretty well, I got burnt last year, so I blame you. Yeah, I know. I, mate, I, I was right last year. This year we're just we're on an even keel, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we had the exact same top three, so even if we're wrong, which we will be. But yeah, so Carlton, positive signs again. Yeah, um, it, it, they're, they're doing very similar to what they did last year. They're not a great side. They're winning they games on structure. They've still yeah. got... They're finding ways to win games. Like, as long as Matthew Wright is a decent player in that side, they're going to be in trouble. Like, he's, <laughs> he's all right. He's, a, he's, he's one of their top 15 players. They're not going to be any good while that's a game. You're right. Like, is, does there come a point when you start thinking Matthew Wright's actually quite a good, serviceable footballer? Oh, I thought you were going to bring the rhyme and say Matthew Wright's all right. Why didn't you do that, I got Scott? close, I got close. Oh. <laughs> he's done it quite consistently so now. For a, a, coming up on a year and a half. Yeah, no, he's he's been decent, but... He led, yeah, their, he go- led their guns. Yeah. Like, so that's a problem. <laughs> that's a serious problem. If that's the case, you're and not going to be he won't do it this year because they've... Levi Kasbold's kicking straight, so that should fix that problem. <laughs> but he's still... He's in too high a role. This is the same problem most sport teams have with their depth. They, it, it's the guys. They don't have enough people pushing others down into the roles they should be able to play. Most sides have enough players that are good, good AFL footballers. 
but not enough have them in the right level of role that they need. And Cullen's just one of those sides. What? Uh, there is a bit of stock gapping going on. Like they have so many just bit part players, Reese and they're Palmer. being put. Yeah, they're being put in odd roles, and just and, and the impressive thing is that they're playing those it's, roles. It means as a team they're performing better than they should. be. Yeah, it's giving the kids a year to uh, to in the VFL to grow. That's what these players are there for. They're not there to be Carlton champions or anything. And in the end, I think it'll probably work out all right. They've actually done the right thing for once and they're taking their time. Mm-hmm. They've gotten plenty of draft picks. They've got more talent than they should have because uh, GWS are handing out kids. But yep. GWS seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Just about. Have, have you, you, we are never going to see this again. An actual seconds team playing in the same comp as the first the, team. This week's Collingwood Carlton. How many ex-GWS players are in that game? I reckon there'll be at least eight. Oh, more, I reckon. Well, no, because Pickett got dropped. Yeah, okay. There'll be eight. It is is pretty extraordinary. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, North Gold... Oh, that was one vote, wasn't it? Let's go to the derby. (laughs) Yes, on to the derby now. God, God, I hate West Coast. Oh, so you've got an opinion, do you? No, I'm actually, like, really pissed off at West Coast. I would hate to be a West Coast player. They're just they're the worst kind because there's obviously talent there, but they're not fulfilling it. I think that's harder to be than just be bad. Just, to be uh, bad, worse than you should be is hard. It, it, it's got to the point where when they're winning games, you're getting angry. You're like, why the hell can't you do that every week? Because uh, when they're good, they look almost Adelaide-like. Like the way they can move the ball, they don't. They don't probably they're Adelaide of last they're year. They're not as electrifying in that sense. No, well, that's the thing. They don't have guys like Charlie Cameron through the middle that can just do incredible things. But like the way they can just flow the ball through, and like Don Pike came from West Coast, so it's not that surprising. There's some crossover. There, in the there's game a bit of the the machine about them. The yeah, way they work. Which is what Hawthorne were at their bed. They'd get, they'd, Hawthorne would be like bad for a quarter and they'd just be like, ah, oh, the, the machine's just clicked mm-hmm. on and then it was just unstoppable. I think both these sides are more explosive than... Oh, I guess I'm thinking Latter day Hawthorne instead of sort of the mm-hmm. prime first couple of premierships. But uh, West Coast just infuriate me. Except for the fact that I like seeing them lose because I think they're shit. You've been on that for so long. That was a <laughs> good pick, wasn't it? They're, no, not, that's a, they're not shit. No, like, but they're like they'll, they'll probably play top. They're, they're Richmond esque in their pretendersness. That didn't make any sense. They're just pretenders. <laughs> they are pretenders. They're not premiership contenders, but they they'll probably play finals. Like they're not that they'll bad. They'll come side. sixth again. They'll probably win the first final, and then they'll lose to a better side. Yeah, probably. That's going to probably be the next three years of West Coast, and that just sucks. We when they get Nick Nat back. Next year, like he makes like, that bigger. Is difference Sam Mitchell going to be around still, or yeah, are they just going to be the same side they were last year? And it is weird. They are kind of relying on Mitchell. Like, he's that important. Well, Prittis is nearly cocked it. He's been so much worse this year than he has mm-hmm. been in the past. Not good signs. Redden hasn't done anything, and he was supposed to come in as an inside. He was mid. quite a good player at Brisbane. Mm. He's never really done anything at West Coast. He's been better this year than last, but that's only because he was awful last year. He's mm. back. He's just back as mediocre, really. God, they need something. And they don't have draft picks because they've been, like, 15th picks all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's not really any scope to grow. They're one of those teams who have been, like, just off it for a while, which kills you because you never really have that proper run at a premiership. And yeah. then all of a sudden your list is gutted. Like, all they have with, like, the picks they've uh, taken is the chance to take half-forward flankers that might turn into 
um, they might turn into midfielders. Like mm-hmm. I've seen that with North getting picks through the GWS years. We've been about ninth, so we'd be 15th. And it's just so many of them don't pan out. You get one occasionally, and it's, oh, great, what a pick. But more of you them just can't rely on it. No. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to your game. Tell us a story. Why was the game so shit? <laughs> Mate, it was, it was crazy. Like, the first half was... The skills are probably the worst skills I've ever seen in a game before. Like, there, there was barely a target Again, in the entire I can't remember half. if I said this on or off air, but you did not watch the Brisbane St. Kilda first half. <laughs> like, you, did, you did say it on air. It was, that was awful. But, but it wasn't even just that. We, like... Melbourne, in the second quarter, we just looked confused. Like we, we had no way of going forward. We just didn't know what we were doing. We looked lost. We looked hesitant. The reason why we won the game in the end was after halftime, we were just we were smarter. Like we yeah. got to the point, I think we went in at halftime and Gruden would have been like, this is a bad day. Like both teams are having a bad day. There's a chance to take a win here if we just take a deep breath and relax. And it got to the point where we just started chipping the ball around early. In the, like it, it was quite noticeable. Our, our movement forward was just chipping the ball, just plotting it forward, holding possession, and then eventually something would break and we'd just kick it long into the forward line and we'd scrap a goal. And that, that's what happened in the third quarter. Like, we didn't play well. We didn't play exciting footy. We just held on to possession and played smarter. And Essendon just kept doing the same thing, really. You could be a coach with that kind of half-time that, speech, Scott. No, that's, that's, that is, that's, I reckon that's clear that that's what happened. I reckon you've seen an interview. Of something no, that, no, no, no. I like. I tipped Essendon. I don't feel like bad about that because <laughs> Melbourne were every bit as bad tip. as I thought we were going to be. I just didn't take into account how bloody woeful Essendon would be. <laughs> the, the, the short break can't be the excuse for that. Oh, that's Buckley, what the commentators kept talking. Well, we'll get about. to it. But Buckley's complaint is ridiculous. Uh, Essendon, they're just not that good. They're fine. They might be fifteenth. No, that's way too low. Like. 13th. The thing is, Anzac Day, always that has been a game in which you cannot pick the result. Like, teams can yeah. can be a poor side. It's the Victorian just equivalent of, like, a derby. Yeah. Exactly right. So, like, doesn't mean that much last week. It's nice to win it, but that, Joe Dan. Someone gets like, a medal. That's the important thing. All right. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is Anzac Day... Not really that important because both sides are Mate, it's a bloody bad. good game. But you, someone gets a medal. I can't believe you watch Guys of the Galaxy Some, instead of going to the Anzac. Someone gets, the Anzac Day game. someone gets a medal and gets to feel like they're an elite player for a day. And then the next week he kicks one six <laughs> and one out on the floor. Exactly. And that's happened to like most Anzac Day medalists that aren't Scott Pendlebury. <laughs> <laughs> every, every second year it's Scott Pendlebury. Yeah, so that's it. 50%. It's Mate, not bloody, any bloody Joe, though. My God. Like, that, that is some, that's the worst kicking for God. I heard someone seen. say he's better fixed or he'll just be another Travis Cloak, which is really harsh, but kind of true. His kicking's worse than Travis Cloak. You reckon? I mean, like, he's the same in that he's actually quite a good kick up the yeah. field. And then when he's got it 60 metres out, he'll kick it. Yeah. But... Like, him kicking from 30 metres out, it, it, it's crazy. Everyone was having a go at him because he was kind of laughing a little mm. bit about it. It gets to a point where what can you do? Like, it's there was nothing you could do to get around that. Like, it, and he, he took some set shots at halftime. They showed it on the coverage. He just went out during halftime and he was still missing them all. Like, <laughs> and the, 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 one that, the one that he kicked... He, he missed it, and then the umpire let him take his kick again. And oh, then he celebrated is... with the crowd as he was like, oh, yeah, thank God for that. But my God. 
You don't least, see displays out At least he's self-aware. Do you reckon, you know how you see people snap and bring it around on the uh, angle that opens it up? Do you reckon he just gives up on the drop punt and even if he's on the wrong side, a snap for a left footer still go to snap? He, he's going he's, he's gonna to get to that point. <laughs> oh, that's not a good I think he had, he had one from quite tight on the boundary line which he went for the drop punt and completely shanked it and then for the rest of the day he was going for the snap. Yeah, and like, the thing is, Essendon's build completely depends on him being elite. He's so it, close to being elite. It's so like, he is a damn good player yeah, outside of that. Anything, anything else, he's incredible at. Like he's got pretty much every other trick you'd want. But it's the most important trick for a key yeah, forward. It's so frustrating and when they, it's a player. Hooker's who, not good. Like he's fine at best. So they need as a forward. Yeah. Yeah. So they need him. They need Danaher to be elite. If they're ever going to build anything with this list, it's, it's, those, it's those players who are actually good kicks that are so frustrating because it's all mental. He tries to kick it sixty meters from ten meters out in front. Like he, that, that's the weird thing about. But you it. hear that people say that all the time. You hear them say, "Just kick through it and you'll be fine." So that's I think that's coaching to him. But the, but the yeah the, the best kicks though like a Gunston him from twenty meters out. He, he, he puts nothing into he it. Kicks it. He kicks it thirty just, meters. He just slots it through. Um, yeah, Bruce as well was like that. Ben Brown. It's, it's like it, it seems to work. Just acknowledge that Ben Brown. Shut up. Kick. Just acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a gold jacket. Vote this one. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Collingwood defeated Geelong by twenty nine. This is pro kind of. We almost expected this from Geelong. You really? I'm I'm still in a bit of shock. I just didn't expect it from Collingwood. I suppose. Yeah, that's it's the, the thing. thing. We we were looking at Geelong with suspicion. We were kind of... The winds were mounting up and we were like, oh, maybe we're wrong. Maybe they are good, but... Yeah, this, I was... They, five and one is more reflective of where they should be than six, you know, on a whole. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was was discussing last week the fact that I think the thing which they need to turn themselves into a premiership chance is that those B-grade sort of running midfielders start to become consistent players. But that's all on the assumption that... Dangerfield <laughs> and Selwood are playing well. And yeah, Dane is just clearly carrying something. I think he has been. Yeah, well, they sat him forward for the whole last quarter. Yeah, and he, like, he's, he's done he's that in just patches the last few weeks, and he's just so good that he still managed to impact the game. So people have kind of forgotten about it. Then you tag Selwood out of it, and yeah, well, Selwood was like a colossus the week before, mm-hmm. like one of the best games you'll see, and the difference it's made with him being absolutely beaten by Greenwood is staggering. Like. Geelong are not a five goal worse side than um, than Collingwood, no. but without Selwood they are. And that was kind of what they were reduced. You fear with Geelong, you know they're going to be good consist. Uh, they're good. They're going to be good defensively, and you know they're going to get some inside ball just out of those two. And then the issue is what they're going to do with it. But yeah, you take you take out those two. Do, do you reckon going forward, are we going to see tagging every week on Selwood? Oh, it works once, and you feel like the coach, that, that coaches will seriously so many, consider it. They're all copycats, so they'll jump on it, and it'll take him breaking the tag three or four weeks in a row for teams to get yeah, up probably, on Yeah, that's probably what That's like. the way taggers, taggers work in the modern AFL. Someone does it well, everyone thinks they can do it, teams realise not everyone People try it for a bit, the player gets used to it and starts dominating still because they're just really good. Yeah, and like, <laughs> no, there, there are taggers that are really good no matter who they're playing against. But not every side has them. It is a hard role to play, and that's never given enough credit. Like, think about Crowley. The role he played was so important for Frio. And they just... 
not everyone can play that, and their Frio hasn't been the same since. But it, would he be the most consistent tag we've ever seen? He'd be right up there. Probably only behind Ben Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you had him on your mind. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I held back pretty well. Bringing up Crowley first, being magnanimous. But let's talk about the game everyone wants to hear about. James, what was the score when Adelaide played Richmond? Oh, I don't know. I stopped watching after quarter one. <laughs> <laughs> we were nine points up there. What happened to our other end? Well, you lost by 76 points by the final siren, so oh. it, did, it didn't end up well. Oh, what a dagger. <laughs> you knew it was coming, though. <laughs> I mean, like, as I was saying before, I mean, there was, there was 10 minutes where I was like, we're, we're, we're a chance. We're a chance to be a premiership favourite. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a Richmond supporter. <laughs> because, because like, 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 in a hypothetical world where we did happen to beat Adelaide, we would be a premiership favourite all of a sudden. Going to Adelaide. But you lost by 76 Yeah, yeah, so Obviously, that didn't eventuate. But after quarter one, when we were outplaying them and we were winning the general play, it was like, oh, this, this is okay. And it, and it took like a quarter more of that, and I would have been like, "This would have been an okay game." But because it was only one quarter, and because we got absolutely annihilated, the rest of it. <laughs> like it was a jo- Adelaide were kicking goals as as freely. They they just like chose how many goals they wanted. It to was score. a training drill. You were like witches' hats. Yeah, it was quite fun for me to watch because I just sat there going, "Oh, he's good. Oh, that's nice like, play." I, 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 remember, I, remember I don't thinking, think I shut up saying that for a good <laughs> half an hour. About halfway through the third quarter, I looked at the scores and I went, "Jeez." Since quarter time, Adelaide's beaten us 85 to 6. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It was, it, was, it was something absurd like that. In fairness, there aren't going to be many teams who are going to get within 10 goals of Adelaide and Adelaide. No, it's North it. have Adelaide next week. If we get within 6 goals, I'm going to act like we've won a premiership. <laughs> like, yeah, we've got the bar is low to feel good about how you played against Adelaide. They are really good. They just had so many outstanding performances across the ground. Mm. Like, going forward, they just looked dominant. Like, every time the ball went in their 50, I thought they were scoring a goal. Sloan might win the Brownlow. Like, yeah, we were discussing. He's yeah, almost he, favourite. He, yeah, he is favourite. He now. is favourite. I, I saw one post that he was. It could be just one betting agency. God, I think he good. was at $4 and then Danger's out of 5 now. Yeah, well, Danger's not going to win. And Adam's still floating around in there. He's a chance. Oh, he's absolutely. He's got to get three votes for this week. He's yeah. on like 11 now. And he was the first <laughs> that is so like gone. If Kaz won a third Brownlow now. That would be oh, funny. But, we, but we were thinking, like, just going back to the Rory Sloan, like, they're going to win 21 games this year, like, ish. And um, he's going to be the best player on clearly the best team. Like, he, he's going to have such a strong case. And he should Brownlow. be noticeable, because he's not only, like, in and under the umpire's eyes, but he's kind of, he's got a little bit of flash about him in that, he's, yeah. you know, he's the blondie and he's... I was, I was hoping you'd say yeah. that. He's got a lot he's of blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he moves well as well. He's got a good overhead mark. There's nothing he, he really goals. doesn't do. Like, he is just good at everything. He's it, probably elite at everything. It's great to see. Because a couple of years ago, he was a very, very good player. Not this good, but he was very no. good, and just no one gave him any credit. Well, because he was just overshone by Dangerfield. Yeah. It is crazy the amount of plays Adelaide has lost and are still this good. Tippett, Dangerfield. Yeah. Like, even when they lost Bock, they were still making a preliminary final when Bock was good. Phil Davis, Gunston. I think so much of that is coaching. Just being able to develop players who aren't, shouldn't necessarily be that great. Guys like Laird and Brody uh, Laird's got more talent than that. Laird is great. But they're given such clear roles. And yeah, and they play to their strengths, which is, I think, the important point. Yeah. There's not one Adelaide player that's asked to do too much. 
Everyone is asked to do what they can do, but the absolute most they can do. Not many teams find that balance. Most then, either do too much or too little. But, but then, like as you were saying before, isn't that a product of having the top end players that come to push the other players down into roles that they're comfortable with? Yeah, that's probably true. But they, they don't have that in the midfield, and they, they still they get the most out of it. They don't have that many genuine stars. I mean, Sloan is. Taylor and Tex, and Tex is. Eddie's. Nah, Eddie's crap. <laughs> <laughs> There's not that many for a team that we're talking about as being clearly the best team. No, like, you'd almost look at their top six against Sydney's top six and go... Yeah. So Sydney kill them, yeah. Jacobs was a star on Sunday. But yeah, apparently, going to Champion Data had been the worst ruckman in the league up to that point. And Nan Curvis is apparently a leader. <laughs> Curvis had been the best, according to that Champion uh, oh, really? Data, over that period of time. Yeah, well, he's stats to get inflated in three quarters of a game against Jack Watts. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept saying um, Richmond's got statistically the best defence of the AFL. That wasn't true after three quarters. That's what happens when you play two games in the wet. <laughs> yeah, they, kept, they, they did. Uh, Tune up for the game Saying that it was The best offence Versus the best defence yeah. They bloody love that <laughs> Oh absolutely <laughs> they, scored they scored 140 points <laughs> <laughs> They terrible. do it every Two, week yeah. They score close to 150 every week They've scored nuts. like Six less points Than Essendon Of 2000 did In the first six rounds Wow okay. Like and that's Widely viewed as one of The greatest sides of all time yeah, well, Most dominant season ever Probably Yeah like If they keep this up We're gonna look at Back at this And it's going to be an all-time great. They probably won't because they're playing at they, such a high level. Won't. And are they peaking too early? That that is a genuine concern. Well, that's the only hope. Can I... they? They can't get better than this. So, but then can they maintain? No, but the thing is, they haven't actually played that many bad sides. Like they've played some decent sides. Yeah, they've played Port. But... They've played GWS. Richmond were undefeated, and they've still got a percentage of like a hundred and sixty. Oh, I think yeah. you didn't classify as a good side. That like <laughs> you beat the good sides of GWS and Port. And you beat Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I kind of wanted to include you to make my argument, but then I also didn't want to include you because you're not, you don't deserve to be. <laughs> but, uh, they're just so good. And they're, they're the best side to watch. They are a great side. But they, look, they can't get any better than this. So the chances are they'll drop off a little. Well, yeah, that's and what, GWS that's what my premiership bet has going on it. What's GWS. It? In, perpetu- in perpetuity until like yeah, yeah, yeah. 2025 <laughs> yeah okay that's what you're hoping for then. yeah so the, my only hope is they get worse because GWS this year I don't think will beat the peak of Adelaide playing right now I don't think GWS at yeah, any that's probably fair but I, I, I think by the end I still think GWS will win by the yeah end. look GWS have so many good players to come back and Adelaide don't have really anyone of no doubt mm. like, they've even got both Crouch brothers healthy I would have thought that had happened at the same time. Yeah. It's ridiculous, like having two swallows playing at once. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to after having you next to the couch for the whole game, watching Adelaide thump you this week. I think <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere else to watch that game just quietly. I don't care. I'll, 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 just, I'll just enjoy the privacy of my own, <laughs> my own place. Just text me. Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. and and then, he's a very good player. <laughs> but uh, let's get to everybody's favourite. Second favourite segment. Let's go to Peach's Mailbag. <laughs> We're throwing the saying around way too much. Yeah, well, it's like a bit and we've got to roll with it because it makes me laugh. Um, did Ge- Geelong rely too heavily on Danger and Selwood to win the games? Absolutely. <laughs> Without question. They're not the only team. Richmond rely too much on Martin and Cochin to win games. Most sides do rely on their stars too much to win games and if you 
like nullify their stars. Most sides don't win the game. And that's probably the scary thing about Adelaide. Yeah, <laughs> stop slowly, and they'll still be all right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But you've got to wonder. It's this side. I don't think has the makings to win a premiership unless they get at least two or three more in the midfield that you really look at and go, yeah, elite. Well, not not. But, but even even if that happened, I still think those two need to dominate in finals. Those two need to have a brilliant final series. Plus, they need to get a more consistent output from two or three others, and then they're a premiership chance. Yeah, probably. That's a hard ask. It is. It, yeah, the, the, the players who are closest to it, are Duncan and Motlop. Yeah, they, 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 they could be genuine A graders. They're, they're not that far from it. God, I love watching Motlop. Motlop mm. and Menzel. That's he wasn't as good this week, Motlop. No, but he was incredible the week before, and that's yeah, an unrealistic he standard. He was. But if they, where does the improvement come from? Because I don't think it's there. Well, I think they they have quite a large group of inconsistent but talented players in that midfield. Yeah, it's one less with Caddy going. But... Yeah, but then the still even Lang looks good in patches. Cockatoo's freakishly talented, but really, Cock- really he's not great. Cockatoo needs be. to... Yeah. Cockatoo has a talent. He's just, like, 20 years old. Duncan, Guthrie, Holland Smith plays are on patches. They've got a lot of those players. Yeah. I just remember Holland Smith playing a final, a qualifying final against... Uh, Hawthorne falling over every second time he touched yeah. the ball. He just didn't bring studs or something. He's I, wearing socks. I think there is improvement in their list, but it's asking a lot. It's not. It's not improvement you'd predict to happen. Yeah, is exactly how I put right. it. Exactly right. Uh, now from Matt Curry, we've got are the Tigers finished? Followed by <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> finished is a very strong word for a team that won five games and then. Do you think they'll make finals though? Yes, absolutely. Definitely, they, 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 they've banked enough wins, and they've got an easy draw. They'll definitely play finals. They're, look, they're not. I don't think they're great. I said six to eight. You reckon? Yeah, probably. Like, like as a Tigers fan, this, this, the, the, the actual result, the magnitude of the result, doesn't particularly worry me because halfway through the third quarter, we just went, "We're not going to win this game," and then we just took, we took, the, we took the, the pressure off. We went twenty five percent down, and we'll pick that up. Like, we'll we'll come back. And we won't be that bad. If I you're... argue that pressure came off about a minute into the second quarter, but that's my just well, no, like, <laughs> that's that's when we still thought we were a chance, and we got genuinely thumped in that third, in the second quarter. But like, at halftime, we just went, we're not winning this. If if you're hoping to be a premiership chance, which I'm not saying you are, yeah, no, I'm not. Saying I hope you're right. not. But that, yeah, that that shows that you're far off the top, yeah. the top tier. But I'm saying, I'm way. saying we could we could we could play a performance like that and legitimately be a top four team. I, I, th- I think that's not... We, can't, we don't rule that out. I don't yeah. think you're good enough to be tough. I, like, I think we probably aren't, but I think we are potentially. Fair enough. He's getting excited. He is. The head has swallowed. Well, no, I, 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 this I just, match did not do enough to dampen his hopes for my life. <laughs> it, I, just, I, just, I just don't like this chat about how like Richmond are done because of one game. It's one game. This chat made by one Essendon supporter who wants to get under your skin. No, no, I've heard, I've heard this by quite a, quite a few people. Okay. Um, next up, we've got a follow-up question. Not from the same person, so it's not really a follow-up. What should Richmond do with their rucks next week? No Nankivis, Hampson's got a broken back. From the good old Poochie. Yep. I say, bring back Ivan. Mate, I don't bloody know. Well, Whitey, what should they do I with that? I think we're going to have to, aren't we? We're going to have to bring back Ivan. <laughs> Your know. answer before was a lot funnier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the listeners, <laughs> when we asked Whitey this without any preparation, he said, 
I don't know. <laughs> no, we, got, we have to bring. You are employed. No, as the you don't have to bring back a man. <laughs> Who else are we gonna play? We but what's he gonna do when he's no, not let, racking? No, let's be honest. And what's that curve? Oh no, for next he's, week. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah suspended. Okay. Yeah, you will. Um, yeah, you will. So they have two options. Both are named Ivan. They've got Ivan married and Ivan Soldo. I'm excited. <laughs> like, either way, you're playing a like, Russian. Greg wasn't even contesting the ruck. Is, is that like is that a, a strategy to like not contest the ruck and just be like an extra? Don't they luck? have extra ruck problems with the problem with the fact that they don't have a second ruck apart from next week? Yeah, they do as well because they don't have a second tall forward who can even pretend yeah, to like, be in the ruck. Yeah, it sounds as if Greg wasn't even trying to be competitive. No, no. even he was in centre bounces and not doing anything. So that's a problem. That's a massive problem. You're not going. You're not going to want to put. Jack it, it was. It was such player. a problem that Pooch asked another question. What do the plebs think of teams using midfielders <laughs> as backup? <players? laughs> I, I don't like it very much. <laughs> I give you that. He did preface it with <laughs> with the plebs' thoughts on Ruckman and valuing them so highly. So I think he read you well there, Scott. Oh, <laughs> mate, the games quite regularly you see games being turned when that happens. Like you'll see a Ruckman doing quite well, and then you'll put a midfielder in the ruck, yeah. and then that whole momentum of the game shifts. That's why we lost Adelaide. <laughs> it was that three quarters after quarter time where you rucked solely with Greek because Nankovis was off on the side of the field punching blokes. That was it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it's not a viable tactic going forward. Teams will figure out better how to how to manage going up against the ruckman and how to take advantage of it. And you don't have a third like, man up now. People are you doing it because it worked for Geelong against North because Bruce didn't know what to do. That was because it was the first time anyone would yeah. see it. It's the same thing what we were talking about with taggers. Yeah, it's a surprise factor. Yeah, as mm. soon as teams get used to it and know how to deal with it, it's going to go out of the game. Yeah. I think it's temporary. Mm. I have a live question. Are you done with your questions? No, nah, but you can ask, ask it. Yeah, so we have a live question from Tim Gafer, which I, I assume is a, uh, a, a joking question. This a is a question. But um, could Scott, I'm assuming he means Scott from the Plebison Footy <laughs> podcast team. <laughs> I assume so. Could Scott get a game at Sydney? <laughs> I think I think given the nature of the question, we can rule out him asking about Scott Pendlebury. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Pendle's I think he'd walk into that side. Uh, no, but I, I reckon Stringer could get a game. At, uh, he kicked a goal this week. He, he get, did get a game. Well, he could definitely coach them with his innovations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. We need to get him back in. We do, we do. I I'm going to assign that role to you. You can be the booking manager uh, or something. You can do no, something. I, I have oh, one role. role and it's gold jacket, green jacket. Yeah, the organisational chart just grows again. We've got another named character. <laughs> uh, we do have more questions, though, because Kurt sent about a thousand of them. Uh, should Port keep Robbie Gray forward? Yeah, we've discussed this. No. He's just he's too good a midfielder. I definitely forgot we'd discuss this. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and what's go- quite a few his goals and a goal square and what's, forward as well. That's true. But what's going to happen is they'll be able to start rotating Wingard and Robbie Gray through the midfield. Wingard's and still more having ball. It's exciting. And still having one of them forward. Like, they're so dangerous. And the skill they have through the midfield is it's incredible. He's a, it's he's a, he's a midfielder who is very dangerous pinch hitting forward. Yeah. And he's a damn good footballer. But anyway... Let's move on. Let's get to everybody's favourite segment. <laughs> I'm actually I'm excited for this segment, though. Oh, we've got a good topic. We've, uh, we've moved away from serious discussions with the uh, top fives after some strong advisement from one of the producers. Uh, we'll have some serious ones. Oh, yeah. It's good to have the odd serious discussion, but 
Yeah, so we've got top five blokes to drink a beer with. Now, <laughs> you go first. Who's your no, number five? No, oh, no, no we, we've made a rule. Yeah, lay down the rules. No ex-players at all allowed. I wanted no, to put Swanee in. That and rules he, him he's out. He's just about a cut. That rules player. out one year out. And you only allow one player from your team. Yeah, which rules out <laughs> Bernie for some reason. Yeah, I was determined to put Max wa- and Bernie in. Why would you want to have a beer with Bernie? He's a flog. He's a bloody ripper of a bloke. If you watch the footy show ever... No, <laughs> with good reason. So you don't understand how rip, much of a ripper bike he is. The footy show is a show full of flogs. It's and just proving my point. Bernie looks great with, against those flogs. But... <laughs> that was not your strongest argument. No, no, I, I know it was. But he was a legend of a bike. Uh, you, you lead us off. Who's your number five? Number five, Lyndon Dunn. <laughs> 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 Mate, he's back this week. Did you hear Bucks talking about Lyndon this week? He was actually quite good. He played really well. He's saying he's like the most favorite. He's like his favorite player. Uh, he's like he's like one of the most popular players at the club. He's the loudest person at training. He's oh, a that's ripper. so funny. He used to do like interviews and stuff. It on makes the Melbourne website. Oh, as well. did he? It he makes a lot of sense because when we were when we were just sort of talking about this in the pre-show meeting, uh, I threw up Daniel Wells' name being like, oh, he's an excellent yeah. Melbourne player and you actually allowed me to do it. So now I know your motivation. And I said afterwards, I'm like, ooh, I just thought of one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a bloody legend, Lyndon. Okay, that. my first one, and I, I do have reasons for this. You're definitely joking, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Hodgie. Because... <laughs> You're definitely Hodgie. taking the piss. Yeah, no, I've got a real reason. So Hodgie, you can have a beer with him, you can have... Four beers with him, you can have four pints with him, and you still got to lift home. Oh, you are going to be fine. Oh you have a designated driver, no matter how much you hey, drink. Stop taking the piss. This is a serious segment. <laughs> about, I care about it. Scott, this is a serious segment about drinking piss. I think my entire, the entire point is to take the piss. There is no way in hell you would want to have a beer with God. It would be amusing. And he would be the biggest dick. Yeah, he would be the worst boy. But Scott, you know me. I love my dicks. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Not even true. I love that's my dicks. That's true. Your list would just be a bunch uh, of Who's your number four? Four. Our fours are the same, actually. You copied me on this one. I had it first. Liver. Scott, <laughs> I had not seen your list before this, but Liver is undeniably the fourth. I, you, I, I decided I had to put one wild bloke in there for the fun of it. And Jesus, it would be an interesting night with Liver. I know one bloke who went to the uh, Doggies after party after they won the premiership. Yeah. And um, I asked my who was best on ground at the after party. He's just... Liver. <laughs> like, there's no hesitation. God, that'd be an interesting. Imagine night. going to Vietnam with him. Oh, that would have been a trip. Oh, I love him. He's, a, he's like the one boy. He's hilarious. Is Liver the one that was playing a footy game like two weeks after the grand final? Yeah, like, somewhere in, in, in Yeah, in Vietnam. Yeah. yeah, that was what the reference was, James. <laughs> oh, right. That's a great story. And like he had lots of injury problems and stuff. The club wasn't happy with him. <laughs> I'm surprised. He's just the loosest unit ever. Uh, number three. Who you got? I've gone the, the big Texan. He's basically my substitute for Bernie because they're basically their best mates and they're basically the same person. But the Texans are ripper. They're not the same person. He would one's a flog, a one's the Texan. He's sexy as well, but he loves a frothy and he'd be he'd be a. Lot he of owns fun. a pub. Yeah, he does. With Rory Sloan, I think. Yeah, and the Danger originally. I think it's still Danger. I think, I think still, it is still yeah. Danger. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that? The flog Bernie Vince didn't get invited to join in with him. He was already at Melbourne at the time, <laughs> loving life of the days. I, I've got Googs, Daniel Hanabry. <laughs> Mate, well, this is about I've got, I've, I've, got, I've got another point. You have a beer with Daniel Hanabry, and then you have something else. That is a good night. No, you just he doesn't drink anymore, mate. Oh, you're just, no. you're just the other stuff. 
You misinterpreted the segment. Stop taking a piss out of the segment. I'm sure we could get him back on the wagon. My, mine are He's very playing bad football five. because of it now, though. So that's what I'll go fix up Sydney. They'll win a game after I have my beer yeah. with Dan. And then, yeah, he'll come out at 40 and win the game. Exactly. Number two. Number two, I've gone with Fifey, mate. I, I just oh, love classic. him Love him too much. And he's a, he's a good fan. So that, this is entirely because you want to meet Fife. This has nothing to do with you think he'd be a good bloke to have a beer with. I don't think he'd be a bad bloke. You accuse me of taking the piss of this segment. You have, you have directly insulted it. I bloody this love is, the bloke. This is a disgrace. Yeah, his Brownlow speech was the classiest speech ever. He's a ripping fan. You don't want class when you're drinking a beer. You want Adam Cooney. But I, you'd be able to have a great conversation if we, with If him. we're talking about blokes to have a beer with, judging on their Brownlow speech, it's Adam Cooney. Yeah, that was good fun. The only well, reason Cooney Adam Cooney... Cooney... Oh, no, he's the next player. <laughs> we, we've been over this, Scott. Uh, number two, I've got Ruffy. Yeah, I that's fair. I, th- I thought about Ruffy. He would be good fun. He's, he's got a bit of wit about him. Yeah. I really hope he's um, in good spirits, though. I want him. I want energetic Ruffy. I want the Ruffy that you see that photo of him. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> out of the shower and pulling the shoes. Yeah, that's right. He'd be, he'd be a tad flat at the moment, old Ruff. Not, yeah, not no, having a lot no. of fun. Yeah, so I'll have a beer with him in three years when they next win a game. Okay. No, no, I don't, I don't mind, Ruffy. I, I, I did think about that. Cool. Number one. I'd, you're joking. I have a guess? You, you, you know, your one is a joke here. No, it's not. So what I did, obviously number one was the North player I put in. That's just what's going to happen. Not necessarily. It's a top four list and then the North Melbourne player. And so what I did, I looked through every North Melbourne player and decided <laughs> which ridiculous. North Melbourne player I wanted to have a beer with. And the answer was Bruce. Have you ever seen Bruce, Bruce? speak? Yes. What? He, so North Melbourne did a uh, video about the AFL Evolution game, and I the whole entire thing was centred on uh, Braden Pruce cracking the shits about being the lowest rated player at the yeah, club. Yeah, but I did that. And he's that. funny. <laughs> I've seen him in other. Mate, Pruce is ridiculous. I'm going to compile a highlight reel of Braden Pruce interviews, and you are going to fall over yourself in shame that by accusing me of like ruining this. Has Pruce jumped Goldie as your favourite player? No. Okay. He's just my favourite person. Yeah, Goldie wouldn't be a great character, I don't agree. No. He's, um... Seems a bit boring. <laughs> just quietly. Yeah, yeah. And, and a bit ugly as well. <laughs> but then again, so is my number one, Maxie. He's not an attractive fella. He's a clean-shaven fella, though. Well, yeah, somewhat now. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just got a tash. <laughs> How do you not have Maxie in your top five? He's the biggest character in the competition. Um, he is. You know 110% just to spite you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, that's understandable. I wouldn't want to have a beer with... Like, no, I, oh, no I would want to have a beer with Maxie because then I could tell you I had a beer with Maxie and you'd be super jealous. All right, Chuck. <laughs> He's number two. God, I'd be jealous, though. Get, get, oh. get gets rid of Googs because Googs is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. We've pointed out a few issues with your top five. Yeah, look, it wasn't the uh, most considered list and I think that's understandable. But, yeah, yeah, yours was taking the piss, I'm not, not happy with You that. put in five. That Wait. is a national disgrace. I want people to know that I'm disappointed Magic Door didn't make either of your list. <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he'd be a particularly interesting boy. I love Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. But. I'm just no. sad he's not playing. Let's get to the tip. Hey, I'm sad as well. Why is he not playing? Uh, he's hurt himself. Oh, when's he back? Uh, next week. Great. Hopefully. Lyndon's back and but then Magic Jared... will come back and then life will be in order but again. Jared Waits. Like healthy again, so he's probably not going to get a game. Wait, that'd be so disappointing. Anyway, let's do our tips. Largely easy this week. 
I haven't looked at him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great crap. Uh, Friday night, we have St. Kilda versus the Giants. Two Friday night games in a row for the it's Giants. Actually, like breaking that, their duck. That could potentially be a really exciting game. Yeah, at any head. It could be, yeah, fast, good fun. Um, Kilda might have a chance, but go tip GWS. Absolutely. Uh, next, the uh, North Melbourne Premiership train rolls on in Tassie <laughs> against Adelaide. How, how do you think that? Yeah, well, what, go? Ma- so you, what margin will you actually be happy with? You said within six goals you're a premiership chance. What would you be content <laughs> with? Ten. Oh, in all seriousness, okay. yeah, that's probably. And fair. like to be Getting honest, if it was twelve, yeah. I'd be like, eh. At home, you're yeah. like a bit more of a chance to keep them limited. Yes. But yeah, still. absolutely. <laughs> I'd be happy with under a hundred points. It was in Adelaide. Yeah. They're just, incredible there, yeah, and, just, and that home crowd is really good. I went Adelaide to. Um, I went to one of the. Uh, I went to an Adelaide game the start of a season or two ago. Uh, North Melbourne yeah, lost yeah. by like 70 points. They, it was ridiculous to have their crowd. And that was just a round one game. And, and watching them on the weekend, like even in the fourth quarter when the game was well and truly done, they were still loud. Mm. They were still cheering the goals. Yeah. The Port fans are the same. I think there's something in the water. Anyway, 12th versus 14th, we've got Carlton Collingwood. Strong that, contender that's for a, gold That's jacket. exciting. No, that's exciting. It's the, the older rivals are both coming off a win. Collingwood will win that. Yeah, and it's not exciting. They're just a better team. I saw Carlton win that. <laughs> I saw Buckley get yeah, If, if Carlton win, is Buckley in as much hot water as if he'd done the other way around? And if he'd just beaten Carlton and lost to Geelong? Is it better or worse to beat Geelong and lose to Carlton than the other way? Uh, probably worse just because it's Carlton. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> the the, the Porters don't want to lose to Carlton. Next up, fifth versus sixth, Port versus West Coast. In Adelaide, correct? It is, it is. Yeah, Port. Yeah, I think so. Be, it'd be huge for West Coast if they won this. It'd be like, we can travel to every city but Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> they did beat Adelaide uh, in Adelaide in round 23 to... Yeah, take true. Adelaide out of a top four spot. Right, yeah, yeah. Like from memory, didn't Adelaide have like a few people out? They had slowed out. Yeah, right. but that was their only like missed game for the entire year. So you can't really begrudge it. Uh, Suns Geelong next up. Cats. Does uh, do the Suns tag Selwood? Do they have anyone to tag Selwood? They, they they'd seriously think about it. And do the Cats tag Ablett? No. Unlikely, I reckon. Interesting, interesting. Dogs, Richmond at Etihad. Uh, doggies. I'm, I'm pretty confident on Doggies. I'm not too confident. I just don't think they're that good. At Etihad as well. Yeah. And Richmond definitely aren't that good. So I'm pretty confident on that one. Yeah, I, 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 I give Richmond a chance, though. Uh, <laughs> 18th versus 16th, Sydney versus Brisbane. It's not just 18th versus 16th, it's also Sydney will definitely win. Like it's just that, that, that is a certain early contender. But we did say down. that last week, though. Yeah, no, Sydney will win this. I'm back in Sydney too, but I'm not super confident. <laughs> uh, Melbourne, Hawthorne. I'm, go- I'm, no, I'm going Melbourne. So we, uh, you asked this of me, what margin do you contend with? More winning by. Yeah. I'm just happy. 11 goals. I only, at the moment, goals. with no Ruckman, I only want to win. 100 points. I yeah. only want to win. I'm happy with a one-point win. You're still not. I'm just hoping. Still not used to go back for an <laughs> even mediocre side. Uh, Frio Essendon, the toughest tip of the round, I reckon. Uh, yeah, it's de- yeah, I'm going to go with Frio at home. 
Yeah, I'm going the same. Essendon was that bad. Last Very time. controversial round between us. Absolutely no tips different. Yeah. You should take the last the round. Said, the last one's definitely the hardest one. You should take the fall and tip Essendon instead. No. <laughs> wrap this up. <laughs> you can say goodbye this time, Scott. No, 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 mate. I'm not taking your role. Sorry, I'm just trying to grow you as a person, Scott. Thank, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs>